the speaker. Okay. Thank you all very much for coming out. Uh, board colleagues, questions and comments, questions or comments? Ms. O'Grady. Thank you, Dr. Kahneman. Um, as the liaison to the uh, BLPC process, I just wanted to say first thank you to James Scholl and to Hans Bowman for leading this process. This has been a long process and one that I feel that you've led, uh, quite, both, led quite well. I want to also thank the community members who have been, participated in this process. Um, you have stuck with us through thick and thin, and I'm happy that we're moving towards the end. I Unfortunately, Hans Bowman could not be here tonight because he's traveling for work, but he did send a little message, and I'm going to follow Ms. Van Dorn's uh, lead and just read a little bit um, of an email he sent today. And he says, the BLPC appreciates the engagement of the school board as you work through a complex and challenging capital funding environment, including expansive projects at multiple sites across the country. We especially support moving the Reed project forward with the right design solution for our students in our county, despite the higher than projected costs. We would remind the board that the original $49 million target was set in the 2016 CIP two years ago before true degree of uh, DC area construction cost escalations were made clear. Approving the staff recommendation to proceed with the integrated concept this time will allow the project to remain on schedule. I just wanted to share that because I believe he would have shared that if he could have been here tonight. Um, I just want to say that if we do move forward, um, with approving this design at the higher than expected cost. I think that this would be an excellent way for the county and the school boards to show financial and planning collaboration on priorities, priorities that serve all Arlingtonians, uh, which include optimal learning environments and preserving green space. Um, and if we do move forward, I'd also ask the BLPC and the PFRC members to help us move forward in a way that can keep costs in containment so that as we move forward, we can keep um, other priorities um, for other future projects um, in mind and prioritized as well. Thank you. Questions? Mr. Goldstein. Thank you. Um, so, uh, can you go to uh, slide three, please? Thanks. So, this, uh, am I on the right one? Yes, this final design, school board approval. Is this the guaranteed maximum price uh, milestone? That's correct. Okay. And so, before we get there, uh, we're here today on. Um, concept design, followed by schematic design, followed by uh, use permit, right, um, application, followed by construction documents, followed by um, guaranteed maximum price. You got it. Right, and they all have opportunities for the price to go up. <clears throat> uh, at, at the conclusion of each of those stages, we do perform two independent cost estimates as check-ins. So similar to what we did during this phase, we would go through the same exercise where the architect and engineering team prepares an estimate and the construction manager at risk does the same. Um, okay, uh, so on slide 10, 
and I think this is what you were saying in the last bullet, the, uh, the reconciled total cost for the concept phase is 55.1 million. But uh, that's been an increase of six million from what the, the charge was, what the cap was. And that's just at concept design phase. That, that's correct. So the CIP included a, a maximum project cost $49 million. So that <coughs> cost was developed over two years ago. And at that time, we didn't have a BLPC, we didn't have a PFRC, we didn't even have a concept. It was just based around an idea around what we would expect to add to the site in terms of square footage uh, at, the, at that present time estimated construction cost. So this is the first time that we have gone through you know several months of, of committee and community engagement to develop and, and create very specific and detailed cost estimates to support the, uh, the, the different options explored during the phase. And it, can you go to the next one, please? I think it's, um, no, I'm sorry, it's um, 13. Okay, so this is hard to read, but um, there's three um, years, three opportunities here for um, selling the bonds that would get us to the 49 million that's been identified in the CIP. Well, no, it says... Uh, we, we do a referendum every other year. We do sell bonds annually. So um, 12 and then 19.25 and then 7. Correct. But underneath the couple of lines down on the fiscal 21, in red here, it shows we're going over the 10%, um, whatever that's called, guideline, maximum... Debt service ratio. Debt service ratio limit. And is that something that we can actually do or? With the county's permission, we can, yes. H have we gotten that? We did back when we did the CIP in 17, yes. Okay, so that's, that's legit. That's something we can actually do. Yes, we, in, we wouldn't have. Uh, if the this school plays board out. would not have adopted a CIP with those red numbers in it had the, the county not given their it, it was also then adopted by the county as part of its CIP. Yes, it was. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Um, there was another CIP-related uh, or um, bond funding-related question. And I heard that there's a restriction on um, demolition of a project that's still being paid for. Would that be the case in this integrated design? That because the bond funding that we have um, checked with council and they did not believe that this would be an issue okay so for the integrated design correct that could be done without running afoul of the however yes. whatever the the money was correct okay um thank you um oh okay so um we've had dollar cost increases for Wilson, Stratford, and Fleet recently, just within the last month, two months, right? For Wilson and Stratford, we did, but for Fleet, we did not. Oh. Okay. Okay, it was the value engineering that did it for yes, Fleet. Yes, we had, we had okay. a, to close a gap, but we were able to do that without 
uh, seeking additional funding for that okay. particular project. So in a nutshell, I have no problem with the <clears throat> integrated design. It's a superior design. It checks all the boxes that we need. It's the 725 seats. It preserves green space, open by 2021, all of those things that are in the charge. My problem is we don't know how we're going to pay for it. And today, we're $6 million over the cap. And as I mentioned, we're still many milestones away from the final product. Uh, so even today, we don't have a specific source of funding for that extra $6 million. Is that right? Is that what you said? We have not proposed one, no. Yeah. Um, and we are potentially looking at steel and aluminum tariffs kicking in soon, uh, right? Isn't that the, the news? And uh, I mean, I'm having trouble understanding what it is I'm supposed to approve. I, I know what the design is, but I'm having trouble understanding how we're going to pay for this, given the opportunities for costs to go up over the next 18 months before the, the school opens. Um, and one more question. Uh, this concept design doesn't deal with parking or transportation, right? I think there was a, a note on one of those slides about that. That so, it, it only deals with siting the location on the property. So primarily the biggest decision at concept design for this particular project is the location of the building. You know, to, to develop the cost estimates and, and what we have shared uh, with the BLPC and PFRC preliminary ideas around on-site on parking, and those are shown in the, in the, uh, the image here on the screen. It, it includes an expanded uh, lot off of McKinley 18th Street uh, and also an extension to the lot that's behind the, the current library. So while the transportation study is ongoing and it's always a, um, a constant conversation around uh, the committees about balancing different competing needs, we have uh, taken um, a preliminary estimate and we um, r related to parking quantities and that's represented on what you see on the screen here. And, and this is what is, is what was formed the basis of the, the cost estimate as well. Um, I guess my, my basic question is whatever, whatever works out with the parking and the transportation, is that going to become higher cost for us? Is there a, is there an answer we haven't gotten to yet about parking? that is going to involve a, an additional cost to this project? So the, the um, trying to think of a good way to answer that. Uh, you don't have to answer it now if you need more data, that's fine. I mean, we're, we're only at the info item I, stage. I think the, the, at the concept stage, um, we, we have ideas around parking. And, and I think that it's, it's not abnormal at all that those conversations continue on into the next phase and then also with the, with the use permit phase because the county staff and county commissions want to weigh in on 
the parking solutions, the transportation solutions for the project. So each of those entities have, have their opportunity. A point of clarification, the, the project as proposed does not include any structured parking. So I think if that comes into the equation, that is something, uh, certainly a cost um, uh, multiplier by, by significant factors. Uh, so I think that we, if we're in a, a similar range to what we propose here on, on the screen as far as what we provide in, in additional parking, then that is captured in the, in the project cost estimate. Uh, all right, so let me ask the question a different way. Um, the concept design on the $55 million suggested or um, estimated price, th does that include any parking concept? Yes, it, in it includes what, what's on the, sh on the screen here. So we have, we have expanded surface parking okay. on a, uh, McKinley and 18th. So where the blue cars are, yeah, there. that lot's a little larger than the existing lot. Uh, exi the existing lot is sort of single loaded. That's a double loaded with a, a little more expansion for a, a drop off. Okay. And then the, the little dog leg headed toward Washington Boulevard is, is additional spaces. Okay. No. Yes. Not all of it. Just okay. a, just a yes. little. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. But like, like the rest of the aspects of the project, if there's more refinement, that could be that could change, like everything else as we go to schematic or use permit or something like that. Absolutely. I mean, the site plan will will change as we get more information, as we get further in the transportation study. It will get refined. Um, through the natural progression of design. And just a, a comment about the, um, the sort of additional six, six million. So what we've, what we've done in the current cost estimates is recognize the, the increase that we're seeing in the, in the industry and the, the status now. So part of the, the overage is attributable to that. So we're, we sort of understand where costs are now and we also understand that uh, projected costs into the future are expected to escalate at a higher value. And so those estimates include that new information. And so that makes up some of the reason why the estimate is higher than, than the original $49 million. So you're looking forward also yes, with the, some kind of escalation rate. Yeah, the, the uh, concept estimate includes a, a 5% per annum escalation rate. And that's built into the $55 million. Yes, sir. Okay, good. Well, that's good to know. Thank you. Um, two more. A content. Okay. Uh, a yeah, comment Ms. and a question. I think Ms. Talento wanted to follow up on something that you were asking. So let's switch to that and then. I'll be real. Uh, I'll be real oh, fast. Okay. I want to thank Rob Swenis for coming up and offering an idea for where we can find the revenue. And we're definitely going to explore that. And my last question is um, I guess for Dr. Murphy. We. Um, had planned on or asked for uh, low, medium, high options uh, from the BLPC. Are we going to see that, or is that OBE? I think based on uh, what we're hearing from the community and also, um, you know, where we are this evening, we wanted to bring this forward uh, as the best representation of all the work that's been done. If you'd like to see those, uh, we can bring those back. Um, but I think getting, gaining a sense of where we are this evening 
and a sense of the community, we thought it would be uh, most effective to bring forward the integrated design and continue to move forward. Okay, so it's the low, medium, and high is pretty much OBE, and given all the rest of the reality, it's about where we are. I, I would say, but that information is out there, and it's been shared with the committee, and, you know, all the six of those options uh, are evident to, uh, you know, the folks that were part of those uh, groups. And, Mr. Goldstein, we could provide board direction if we wanted to see additional um, designs, and we could, we could discuss that, but as of now, we have not provided that direction um, in terms of bringing mm -hmm. this forward for tonight. Okay, uh, right, understood. We could always do that. I was just wondering if it was the the plan that they continue on with the low, medium, and high uh, recommendation? I would say at this point only if we provide that direction. Okay. All right. Thank you. Ms. Talento. I, I did want to follow up on some of Mr. Goldstein's comments. Uh, on the most recent, we did, we were provided um, six options that did have low, medium, and high costs preliminarily to this recommendation. Just so the community knows, we did see that. Um, and a lot of the comments that are made today hindered a lot of that process, and we had to uh, really consider, I think, um, the value of the integrated pro project versus uh, the things that the other projects could could compromise. Um, but this is just a recommendation. There's no vote. I'm just saying for discussion purposes. The other piece on the parking, when I was looking at those designs provided, um, I did see space a uh, number of spaces, and I understand that per number of seats, we are required to provide a number of parking spaces. Um, in this design, we have accounted for that. Is that correct? So the, the zoning uh, ordinance actually requires um, APS to do, as you, as you say, calculate the required numbers of on-site spaces uh, based on factors of number of students. So we have X number of spaces for staff and then Y number of spaces for visitors. The, the ordinance also allows uh, schools to request um, a modification to that requirement. And, and in the last, I think, five or six projects, we have pursued a modification to, um, to the zoning ordinance. So instead of meeting the prescriptive uh, nature of the, the code, we do a needs-based analysis and review uh, because we know it's, it's, it has to be a balance between different constraints, and open space uh, is definitely one of them. Okay. So did, are we going to need to request a modification if the schematic design stays as is with the parking that we have allotted for at this time? Yes. Okay. Um, and do you anticipate us having any issues getting approval for that modification? Uh, you can say I don't know. I was just trying to understand I, compared I, to historically the other modifications we've saw. Yes, I, I could just share what, what we've experienced in the past. I mean, and each of the time that we have saw a modification, we, re we received it, okay. I think in the last five or six capital projects. Okay. And, and again, this, um, this is sort of the first step in a very long process. Yes. You know, we, we do have several more meetings with the committees during schematic. Uh, and as I mentioned, the county commissions also, particularly Transportation Commission, Planning Commission, also value the opportunity to comment on, on what we propose at the site plan. Okay, thank you. Um, Ms. Peterson, the next question is for you. You said at one point during the presentation that we will have to make a decision, and you mentioned that we have not asked the voters for f bond funding for this particular project. So my question is, is, is one of the decisions that we'll have to make a consideration of asking for more 
um, funding from the voters, depending on how it plays out with our debt capacity ratio? Uh, is that when you said we have to make decisions, I'm trying to understand, do those decisions come into play as what we're using from capital reserve, what we're going to ask the voters, whether that increases, um, what we can work out with the county, if anything? All of those are the decisions that we'll have to make. Were you referring to, did you have something more specific in mind? Um, I, all of those and all of the other decisions that are going to be part of your CIP process um, from, from now until June, because any bond referendum items that are proposed have to fit within that debt service ratio, that our debt capacity. So um, regardless of what happens, this will need to go to the voters in November. And we sell bonds annually and we generally get bond premiums, uh, or we have in the last few years. We have in the past few years. And that um, income can only be used for capital Correct. Uh, projects. And our capital reserves, the majority of income money that we have in there can only be used for capital projects. Correct. Okay. So I just wanted to understand how that gets refilled over time and how it's allotted specifically for capital projects and that it can't be used for other funding needs in our operating budget. Is we, that correct? We have, we have funded the capital reserve with, with both the bond premium and uh, funding from closeout over the years. Okay. So there, it is a combination, but we have been using um, those funds. So what, what's left is, is primarily what we, the lightest thing that we put in, which is mostly bond premium. And my understanding is that this was established in 2010 because our board at that time foresaw that we were going to have a lot of capital needs in the years to come so yes, that we would have money to supplement our projects as, they, as we build to yes. accommodate the growth. Yes. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Ms. Van Dorn. Yes, I'll, just, I'll be short. First of all, I think it's a great project. I think it's, it's been wonderful to see the community come together and support this. Um, so thank you. Thank everybody for doing that. It's, uh, it's great. I'm supportive of this. I know that it makes us nervous uh, to go over budget, but uh, I think you, when you start a job, you finish it, and uh, this is supported. And I think that we are very much in the, in the time period in which we're going to be fitting buildings into neighborhoods um, in perhaps not standard ways, and this fits the neighborhood, so I'm very supportive of it, and I'm supportive of the additional funds. However, I, I would like us to consider when we approach this, uh, charging the BLPC with trying very hard to bring this project as close to the on-target amount of money, but definitely within. We already did that. Yes, sorry, sorry, it's it's there. So I would, I would like us, um, I'd like us to do that because I know that as you go through schematic, there might be opportunities to find ways that we could reduce the cost. But um, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for this um, project. I'm excited about it. Excellent. And um, thank yous have been extended a number of times. Mr. Goldstein, you had a follow-up? Yeah, I just want to follow up on that. The, in the charge to the BLPC, we call out a maximum total project cost of $49 million, no less than six times in here. No more than $49 million, no more than $49 million, maximum $49 million. So we use that language already. I'm not blaming anybody. I know that there's cost increases, materials, labor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but, but putting in language on a piece of paper does not 
hold costs down as much as we want it to. So changing that number to 55 is number on a paper. And this is where my heartburn is coming from because I don't know what this project is gonna cost. And before I say to the people who are providing this money, the, the, the taxpayers and the voters, yes, this is the right thing for us to invest in, I gotta have a good idea what this is gonna cost. And I don't have a good idea right now. Did y'all wanna to respond to that? Okay. No, uh, I will say that, um, well, actually, let me just go to my comments, which, which might address your, your uh, a comment a little bit, Mr. Goldstein. So first, a number of thank yous have already been extended. Ms. O'Grady, um, you know, did many of them. Mr. Schroll, thank you very much. And thank you to all the members of the BLPC and PFRC who are here and community members. We did get the email from the joint, all the, the groups of civic associations today, and that was um, nice to see. So thank you all for your advocacy. Mr. Bergen, of course, Mr. Chadwick, Ms. Peterson, um, you know, for all your all your hard work on this. Um, but I do, I, I want to thank very much uh, my colleagues. Um, this, we have had many, many intense conversations in the last, what, week? Mm -hmm. Week, 10 days, maybe just a week, um, to get this, to come together on this, to, to bring this forward. And um, it takes, you know, people have asked all these questions, um, thought through the different ways that we could pull this off, um, asked each other, whether we'll be able to pull it off, challenged each other on this, and um, I think that it's, this board is very committed to moving forward on this, and, but it's, it's been a lot of work, and I really wanna thank you all, because it's, it's really, it took a lot of, um, a lot of energy. So um, I also wanna thank the county board, because they um, unanimously expressed support for this project. It's not their decision, about which project we go to, but they were very supportive um, to the point where some of them were trying to figure out if they could find some money for us and, and maybe the selling the land is, is, is an idea we could bring to them. Um, we have not asked them for that at this point um, because we know we are going into our CIP season where we're gonna be looking at uh, a very challenging set of things we wanna do and so we'd like to talk to them about whether they can help be supportive of our full CIP. So that's why we didn't actually go directly to asking them to help fund this project, but we will. That's gonna happen. We're gonna, we're gonna make that ask, but I, I, I really do appreciate their interest in this project and they, um, they were, were very clear that, that they felt that this, this was the superior project. So I wanna thank everyone um, for their hard work on this. Um, uh, as part of that, and, and to get to Mr. Goldstein's point, we did look back at our previous projects, our current projects, which are Stratford, Wilson, Fleet, and um, for what it's worth, um, in every one of those at concept, the cost of those projects did go up um, pretty significantly in some cases. However, between concept and schematic, they did not. They stayed the same. There's one exception where we added a historic piece to Stratford, which was almost a separate. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm sure that that's, that's gonna be the next step here, that we can, we can continue that trend, and again, maybe even find ways um, to bring it down a little bit. We, we certainly would, would hope for that. Um, one of the speakers uh, used the phrase, achieve the affordability of this option, and I just think that's a great uh, motto, achieve the affordability 
So that's, I think, what we would like to charge you with. So with that, um, board colleagues, shall we move on to the, th thank you very much for your hard work. Thank you all for coming out. So sorry it has gone as late as it has. Um, we don't do this very often quite this late, um, but thank you very much. And